Progret Racings, show us your tips. Looking towards a Doombin 10,000 day, a wet Doombin 10,000 day and a wet Scone Cup. Uh, not Scone Cup, wet day two of the Scone Carnival. Daggy and Beaver with you to look through everything going on, uh, I guess, up the wet northeastern coast. Beaver, how are you travelling? Yeah, travelling all right here, mate. Um, yeah, it's pretty wet in Sydney as well. So, um, And I expect there probably to be pretty much heavy on the heavy side of tracks uh, pretty much across Scone and Eagle Farm for the weekend. Yeah, supposedly, I was reading today, they reckon the Eagle Farm track's still somehow soft. Um, so it must be an incredible track if that is true. Uh, but I think it's over 130 mil of rain for the week or something similar. So a lot of rain is still wet here today. Up here for Ma- Lucky enough to be up here for Magic Round. But uh, we'll see how we go. See if we can find a few winners. On a very tricky card, it's been transferred from the Doombin track. Uh, they did that early enough for us all to be aware of it. To Eagle Farm, the rail's in the seven. As I said, borderline soft and soft to heavy. Uh, any thoughts now the track may play? Hang on a second, mate. Let's try. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what's happening here. Oh, back. You got yeah. Yeah. Right. Accidentally hit something. No, that's all right. Any thoughts on how the track may play a wet Eagle Farm? Oh, look... Um yeah, not so sure. I, th- I guess you probably don't want to be um, getting too far out of your ground. Mm. Um, but, you know, maybe if they get to the outside fence, then that won't be a bad thing at all. But uh, I guess you're going to have to wait and see. But, you know, you're probably going to want to be on speed and um, putting the pressure on. We kick off with a Class 6 over the 1,000. A nearly impossible race to get your head around to start the card. Uh, couldn't you find the winner here? Yeah, look, mate, I've come up with uh, Shamaton. Uh, I think that's three starts, uh, this preparation, have all been pretty good. I know they're sort of a sixth, a second and a fourth, but uh, not far off the mark in all of those. Uh, and probably, I think, maybe in slightly better company than this um, or as good a company as this. And it, was, it, um, it loomed up last start and only got run over at the end, a length off the winners and then a finished second um, finishing nicely at the start before that. So I think its form line for this is quite good. It's got some talent, uh, Jamie Carr aboard, and uh, probably sits just off the pace So and drawn nice enough. So I think Shamaton's not a bad bet in the first. I was, and uh, yeah, wet, I guess he's okay, but uh, we'll, just, we'll see how wet it is for it. Uh, I was impressed by the trial of Tara Jasmine coming here. Uh, hasn't seen a wet track, so that is an unknown. Uh, from you've covered off Shanton quite well and Boom Nova coming off an okay win. They, I thought they were from the main three to play around in the first, but we'll see how we go there. Race. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly a look out on Tara Jasmine. Uh, yeah, it has, trials were great. This is probably the best, yeah, yes. probably best, best race it's had to start in and um, it's only start in, in high grade company. It was a bit of a failure, but we'll see here. Yeah. Yeah, admittedly, all its, its wins have come at home, so we'll see. Oh, former home at Grafton, so we'll see how it goes. The second is a listed handicap race over the mile where I struggled to want to be interested in any of the horses closer to the market, so I defaulted to the again to the international debutant here, Al Nassim. A uh, couple of okay trials coming here. Tommy Berry going on for Michael Friedman from, uh, I don't know what US form brings to wet tracks, but um, I just didn't want to back DML again and I sort of didn't want to back Big Boy Roy, so I wasn't left with much else. What do you think? 
Yeah, I did the same. Um, I didn't want to back Dio Mellon beat Boy Royce, so I, it did leave me with Al Nason and Derulo. Um, I've gone for Al Nason. Um, just the fact that it's here and, and it's in a good stable, um, drawn well. So hopefully, yeah, not sure about the, how it goes on the heavy track, but if they start it, then one would assume it'll handle it. And Derulo's, um, you know, has some good form. Um, uh, 11, it's 1-7 and plays four out of its 18 starts. And last start was pretty good in the listed uh, event where it sort of stuck on well behind Kukaracha, uh, who only ran over it in the end. So um, I think that's probably a good form line for a race like this. So it could be hard to beat as well. Beautiful. Uh, the Stain Contest Chairman's Handicap Group through over the 2,143 metres, where, again, I struggled a little bit. I don't... Yeah. Dukon was unlucky last start. It uh, probably should have been well in the finish and perhaps is slightly better as a result, but I couldn't find a lot else away from it. So I, I was having it on top from Star of Michelin, who hit the line well last start. Neither are really winners that you want to be jumping out of trees to back, but struggled to find another uh, anything else in this race. What do you think? Yeah, I came up with Dukon as well uh, for the same reasons as you. I think third up um, is perfect for it. Uh, the, the 2100 certainly suits and yeah it was uh, pretty hard for, to, to get excited about so um, based off that I uh, thought I would uh, stick with the Duke race four really hard when Wallace got oh, top three um, you just don't know and two two or, or three might come out depending how the track comes up so you, it's hard to really yeah, get, that's right. get a straight line the uh, Shakiro uh, the Stradbroke Calcutta plate I should say, is race four for the three-year-olds. Stars, Tontes, Heads and Market. Maybe uh, obviously so, Beaver? Yeah, look, a uh, lot to like about its first up run. Uh, I thought it hit the line uh, as good as anything and uh, will be improved by that first up run. Uh, goes with, you know, we know it flies up in Brisbane and we know the qualities of Star Tontes. So based on that... Uh, You'd think it'd be hard to beat. Has some good form on the soft and, and heavy. Um, so hasn't been out of a placing. So you would think it'll handle the track. And obviously, a um, bit, bit of a watch on the New Zealander, El Vencedor. Uh, I looked at a couple of its replays and uh, looked like a quite strong horse that'll sit on pace. And um, last start, you know, was still kicking on the line at uh, over the 1,400. So I think it could uh, run well as well. Yeah, the rest of the card, you get quite a few of those Kiwis that are all appear to be going okay. So they're they're hard to line up this week. Uh, I'm with Startontes on top as well. Uh, it's a run in Sydney. was great on that heavy track uh, where it just missed. And I uh, think it sets up pretty well for it. Minx moment resumed with a nice win. Uh, if it's really wet, it might not be here. But, uh, yeah, Startontes clearly on top for me. Uh, so it's nice to find one that I can stand for once. The Spirit of Boom Classic over 1,200 metres is a two-year-old race. Again, uh, very tricky stuff. I went looking for the two... Well, we talked about political debate last week. Uh, it's been saved and sent up here. It's $11. I think I'll still be backing it in this race. Uh, Pike on Widegate by this time might not be a problem. Both uh, the horse that beat at home when it was off the rails on Canterbury Rails Day has won since, and the horse that ran third would has won since. So the form looks all right. And, uh, yeah, Waller doesn't generally send them north without a, without a fair idea. And... Um, I thought I might have a, sma a saver on the Michael Friedman ringmaster just coming through the Sydney form as well. Uh, what do you think? 
Yeah, I know it's down to two. I, I've gone for Count, Count de Beans uh, from the Costa Stable. Um, took it to Grafton last start after two pretty good trials at the Gold Coast and started short price and, and brained them. That was a pretty impressive run. Um, I think it might have a little bit of ability and I'm willing to to um, follow it up here at the $6.50, $7 mark. And I also thought political debate, you wouldn't let it slide under our guard given that they scratched your midweek and brought uh, up here for this. Absolutely. Quinny kicks off with race six, the Bright Shadow. For the mares, listed grade here. Uh, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, mate. Um, I think the Wine Diva, uh, pretty keen on this. I thought its first up run at Caulfield was outstanding, just sat off the pace and really let down beautifully. But if you go back to last preparation, um, its form was outstanding uh, up in Brizzy, uh, ran fourth in the listed race behind a length behind Miami Fleece, which was a fantastic run. Uh, and then ran based in good company in group company at uh, Melbourne and was only a couple of lengths off Menage and then at Rose Hill won uh, a, good, a good benchmark race. Um, yeah, look, I think this is a horse on the way up and uh, I've got it hardest to beat. Cool. I was going to make a case for the Kiwi in this one, Babylon Berlin. I thought uh, heavy, unbeaten in the heavy, uh, never missed a place in the soft. J-Mac goes on wide gate. And we saw sort of state come here, and I don't know how it didn't win last week. And um, so that form, I think, lines up okay here. So I, I was just leaning that way from one diva. You've covered off well. Gate one may be a concern by this stage. Mm. Was that was the only knock I had um, on it? Nice win at Caulfield, so I can't. Uh, it looks like it's come back quite well. Yeah, I certainly think the pace will be on here, and mm. that battle on Berlin will ensure that. Um, I just thought the five kilo balloon weights um, might tell in the end. Uh, absolutely. And um, if the pace is on gate one, you can probably get it a nice. Tommy very gently can get him to the outside from gate one, uh, for better or worse sometimes. Race seven is the Rough Habit Plate uh, over the 21.43, where I, what was I saying here? <laughs> I was scratching my head. I ended up putting uh, Pinarello on top. Yeah, nice win before heading over here last start over the 2100. Uh, showed a pretty good turn of foot there. Uh, hopefully, again, can get the outside and um, stack up all right here because uh, there wasn't a lot else that I really got excited about. What do you think? Look, um, yeah, yeah, there's lots to like. respect to character Pin- as well. So, um, yeah, look, there's lots to like about Pinarello. Um, last two starts, it went from a benchmark 65 or, or racing as maiden benchmark 65 into a group one. Where it ran really well, but finished seven lengths off them and then was good in the group too. Not, not so sure about the quality of the field, um, but it was a good run. Look, I think character is probably, you know, I think it's outstanding bet here. Um, last start was just fantastic, uh, just sat in behind the pace and when it let down, it, it went to the front really quickly. Um, and then if you if you watch the, the replay closely, it was... Um, it was still going as well as anything on the line. I think it had plenty more to give. Um, and if you go back a couple of starts ago, um, put a line through the, the race one by Hitotsu, that was um, absolute bog track. Uh, but before that at Newcastle was outstanding as well. I think it's been set for this. And uh, what a combination, McDonald and Cummings. So, um, yeah, good bet. 
Group 1, Doombin 10,000 over the uh, 1,200 metres, I should say, is race 8. It's a fantastic bet here. I think Mazu is flying. Uh, brings pretty good form. It's just drifted out to $3, I've noticed, this morning. And I think it's one of only maybe two and a half hopes. I think the danger is Paul Ile, J-Mac and Cummings, as you've said, uh, coming through some good form. And then I think there's an easy gap back to anyone else in the market. Um, we'll talk about the quality later, but I think... For me, they're the only two bets I'll be having in this race, and, and pretty comfortably so. Yeah, look, um, $3 is a bit surprising for this, because four starts is preparation of all... Nothing's got close to it, to be honest. Uh, the wetter it is, the better it goes. Um, so that's not going to be a problem. Uh, yeah, look, uh, 57 kilos is, is fine. That's what it's been carrying, and it's drawn eight. So it's going to be Clipperton's going to be able to sit Mazu wherever it wants, go to the front if it needs to, or just sit behind them, depending on um, any other pace in the race. Obviously, Rothfire will go quite quick. So Mazu probably just tag it into the race. Uh, Rothfire will capitulate. Uh, it'll go past it, and yeah, they're going to find it hard to run this thing down. Absolutely. Uh, pretty keen, actually, the the more I've thought about it. We wrap up with a benchmark yeah. 85. How are you finishing the day over the 14, uh, 1,400 metres? Yeah, um, I'm going to stick with Paladas. Uh, I thought it was first up run. Um, there was enough to like about that to, to stick with it here. Uh, it was probably a little bit closer than I expected um, in the run. Uh, but if you, again, go back and look at the, the replay and it was finishing off nicely, it was doing its best work late um, over the 1,200 last start. The extra 200 metres is going to be um, right up its alley. And from gate five, again, can probably sit midfield and um, over the 1,400 put on its uh, finishing burst that we know it's got. Uh, but there's some, there's some horses probably at odds here that can run a nice race as well. Aiden's foot's going well. And I, if, if you're looking for a roughie, more Sundays, I think he's um, yep. around the 20s. Uh, third up, I think more Sundays is probably a, a good knockout chance. Yeah, definitely. I think they'd definitely go on the quaddy. Um, I like the price around two horses. I th- assume Flexible's here. I haven't got to Scone just yet. Um, was accepted there, but I think it'll run well here. <laughs> Trials have been good and uh, resumed with the win last start. And Aiden's Field, you've mentioned, and it, it was uh, it was $14 when I looked last night, in a little bit this morning. Gets through the wet fine. Uh, they were the two I'd looked at uh before you know, before you go back to Paladas and a couple of others, a uh, good way to finish the card with a bit of value. Speaking of value, Beaver, do you want to do your quaddy first for Queensland? Yeah, I will do my quaddy first for Queensland, Matt. Um, my first leg, uh, which starts in race six, I've gone number one, Babylon Berlin. Number two, Written Beauty. Number four, Kisakano, and number seven, Juan Deba. In the next leg, I've gone number one, Character. Number three, Dark Destroyer. Number five, Pinarella. And number, and also throw in um, the two, two mm. Tutukaka. In the third leg. Again, um, I'm going to go number three, Count to Rupee. Number nine, Mazu. Number 10, 
poor allele. And number 14, isotope. Cool. Nothing uh, leaving on Trivieria? Was the only other one? I'm going to leave it. Cool. Yeah, I was going to leave it out. And in the last leg, I'm going number three, Ulysses. Number seven, more Sundays. Number 12, Paladas. And number 13, Flexible. Beautiful. I think you've covered off uh, Aiden's field. You mentioned it. Leaving it out. Yeah, I've left it out. All right. Beauty. Um, for progetracing.com.au, you want to throw us your best in value as well? Yeah, my best bet comes up in race seven, number one character. I think it's uh, super hard to beat. And my value bet comes up in race five, number 12, count to beans. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to make my best Mazu. Why not? Okay, my best in the group one there. Mazu in the Doomben 10,000. And my value in the uh, eighth will be f- uh, the last, sorry, flexible in the blue colours if it comes here. Uh, if it stays in Scone, it'll be there too, which I'll find out momentarily. Check out progroupracing.com.au for their free tips, extensive guides, sign up to their mailing list, as well as subscribe to us on YouTube to get notified every time we put up one of these shows uh, twice a week, midweek and weekend previews. As we head down the highway to Scone, where it's wet as well. Uh, day two of the carnival, so we'll keep an eye on what happens today. We sometimes do get weird biases there in these carnivals, but uh, I assume by the end of two days of wet racing, they're going to be trying to get wider and come down the outside, but we'll watch that. We kick off with the highway. Do I need the alarm here? You've got to have the alarm here. Uh, should have had it ready. Hang on. Here we go. There we go. All right. Do you want to tip it for us? Yeah, look, uh, going to stick with Masara here in the uh, the first in the, the highway. Uh, hard to go past. Three from three wins. Uh, resuming here. Uh, had a pretty soft trial at Tamworth in preparation for this. Um, yeah, the... Like it worked into its um, campaign first up last time, uh, stepping up in the distance, 1,500 first up. Um, hard to beat. Yeah, I um, didn't wade through the highway form, but it did stick out from what, I, what I'd what i seen there. So uh, I'll follow your lead with the Massar alarm there. Race two is the midway over the 1,700 metres, where I like the chances as I refresh my page. Of, uh, of Dr. Evil off the win. I thought that was a pretty good win, getting through the wet. All right, last start comes here. I don't think this is much trickier. And a few of these are just making up numbers at the moment. So I was leading that way. What were your thoughts here? Yeah, nice little run at um, Canterbury by yeah, Dr. Evil. Just to just to, to cap it all off. Yeah, I've gone for Outlook. Um, I think it's a, it's a huge chance in this. I liked its run last start. It's uh, first up um, over the 1,600. Uh, finished off very nicely behind from the bush who has a bit of ability um, it'll be sort of better suited um, with the extra 100 meters and a bit more fitness edge here um, going back to last preparation it was pretty good in some of the staying affairs that it contested um, good chance here race three the 2200 meter bench mark 78 have you got something to say about this top horse here oh mate well look I'm going to tip it because I think it should have won uh, last start. Uh, it was 
very disappointing. Um, wasn't written out. Uh, so it's obviously uh, shouldn't answer, um, have any problems handling the extra distance here. So assume that was just a bit of a brain fade by the by the uh, Rachel King. Um, interestingly, not on here. Mm. Uh, gets the two kilo claim, uh, which will suit getting back into 60 kilos and uh, probably a much easier race, uh, to be honest. So I expect it on the quick backup to win. Agree. Gay up in distance, gay on the backup, getting Reese Jones on the leader. Uh, yeah, let's be honest, he's a bit of a stronger rider too. He will lead this. Yeah, it's my best today to win. Uh, if it does turn up here. Race four, the Woodland Stakes uh, for the two-year-olds, where I was happy to have something on. Uh, what have I got here? Could I close my page? Uh, oh, Luna Rocks, who has. Where is it here? Off the win over Ringmaster, who we'll see later on at Queensland, but I thought that was a nice enough win. Uh, comes here and uh, will you know, be close enough and hard to beat. Uh, from in secret, gate one may be a concern by now, but uh, a nice debut. Looks strong through the line at Hawkesbury there, so they are the two for me. <coughs> yeah, I was, I was quite shocked at um, the price of in secret. I thought it was pretty good. Mm. Um, one start, one win, and the way it won its first up at Hawkesbury was was pretty soft through the line. It was a, it was a pretty convincing win um, there. A um, couple of probably horses. I mean, it beat deep expectation who's in this race who come out and won post that um so it's the fourth favorite in it so yeah a couple of other horses in here um, with a watch on them but so i thought in, in secret was hard to beat um i probably had lady harlem as the the hardest to beat um, ran a good uh, run in its only race start at mooney valley behind some millions so uh, might have a bit of ability as well Beautiful. Race five is a benchmark 72 over the 1,300 metres. Who have you got on top? Yeah, I'm going for the first up and we danced uh, from the Wallace stable, uh, around $8.50. Um, has, has had a few starts on soft and, and gone okay. Keen to see how it goes fresh, but it was a bit pretty disappointing. Good. Um, a couple of those starts last prep? Probably should have won. It was. Yeah. Yeah, probably should have won one of them, but, um, you know, it ran into Arctic Thunder. Um, somebody just nipped who was flying at the time. Yeah. And, you know, probably should have won the, the start after that. But I think they were its first two runs in Australia from coming from New Zealand. And sometimes these horses can then, next preparation, really improve once they've acclimatised. Um, I think it has more upside than most of these. Um, Kiri Oil, I thought was going to be super hard to beat first up in Brizzy, was a little bit disappointing. Um, so I wouldn't let it get under my guard. But, uh, and we danced on top. I defaulted to Sacrimony, who I've missed first up. I thought that was, wasn't a bad win. And our uh, second up, I should say, wasn't a bad win. Does come to Scone, uh, so longer straight. But Avdala uh, goes on for Berry. Don't think that's any loss. And I think you can probably get Nitro Price by the time we get there tomorrow. Uh, you've covered off and we dance. I think at the double figures, you can have something on it. And this fine point keeps popping up just to do my yep. head in. Uh, it'll probably be scratched again, so maybe I don't need to mention it. Yeah, I thought it would be a chance if uh, if it starts. Yeah, so Wall, well, looks like Waller's got the key to that one. 
The Denise's Joy over the 1,100 metres for three-year-old fillies is up next where I was uh, putting on top, well, I've, I've defaulted the Mar Eustace IME, very impressive, he's up the straight last time. I know it's coming from potentially softer stuff, but we'll be on pace. Uh, hopefully Chad can get at the right part of the track by this time and give you something to run down. does have a soft track win to its name. Najmadi resumed really well. I was impressed by its win, actually, for also I'd penned. Um, might be right part of the track, might have come back better. Might not be here if it's wet. So, um, I am me from Najmadi. I'll mention the other numbers when we get to the quaddy. Your thoughts? Yeah, I thought I am me looks like a real prospect. Um, it, it was very impressive last start. And I thought, yeah, it was a, a very nice win. Um, gonna, got it on top here. Main danger, the top weight, Mallory. Um, steps back in grade here. This is a, a listed event uh, where it's been racing in group races and it's been round about the mark, so it could improve. Uh, it's dead to me. But we kick off the quaddy with the Luskin Star over the 1,300 metres and a match still accepted in two races. It'll win whichever race it goes to. So it's hard for me to really... I think it's waiting for a run in the other one. But if it's here, it'll win and win by a space. It's a fantastic wet tracker. Uh, wherever it ends up, it's going to be my best of the day. If it's not here, I like Ty- Tycoonist win. I think they're the... That's pretty much the uh, as much as I spent on this race, Beaver. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, actually, I'm, not, I'm a bit confused. That's it. What, what's $2.25 on this race? It should be $1.50. Um, yeah, hundred um, percent. It's it's way over. Um, Just maybe so. so can, do, yeah. I, don't I don't know. Take some of the market. Yep. But there'll be big deductions. You would have thought, but yeah, it still doesn't make sense why it's not odds on. But um, yeah, it, it'll be winning if it starts in this, uh, and if not, then you've got to look at you know Tycoon. This is going to be super hard to beat. Yeah, it, and I it guess well. we can't add really much more. Do we know tomorrow? Yep, nothing else to add. Sorry, cut you off there. Nothing. Race nothing eight, uh, the dark jewel where flexible has come out. I liked. Um, I think majestic shots going okay here. I think it's worth an each way play. Um, not a bad run last start and is around eight dollars now. Uh, fits in pretty well here. Brooksby was disappointing first up, and now gets Jay Ford. So some of these I just want to stay away from. I, I think uh, if after majestic shot, I'm going to have something small on. Monogal and Exotic Ruby, and that'll probably cover me for this race. What are you thinking? Yeah, really tricky race. Um, some of these, as we know, are hard to catch. Um, I've settled on Mirror Vision. Uh, I think it really likes the soft going. Um, four starts this prep. Um, again, while they, on paper, they don't look great, they've been in Group 1, Group 2, and Group 3 um, company. Uh, so all in really quality races, and Hasn't been that far off. And two starts back in second, two lengths behind Lighthouse. It'd be uh, close to even money, if not odds on in oh, this. Yeah. Uh, and then the start before that ran in a race by Forbidden Love. And then there's only four lengths behind Snap Dancer. So if you look at the company, Snap Dancer, uh, Forbidden Love, Lighthouse, and Promise of Success. So that's quality, quality fields um, that Mirror Vision has been running in and hasn't been... Um, hasn't shirked the task. So I think um, back in this grade, I think it can run really well at $10, $10 mark. Um, and then I'm, I'm willing to forgive Brooks by uh, last start. Uh, just 
Hawkesbury can be one of those trucks, as we know, uh, didn't put its right foot forward. If it can get back to the form it was in last preparation, can turn that around. Um, who knows? Uh, Wallace Stable, $2.50 favourite, uh, now gets out to $8. Um, plenty of things have happened. Absolutely, yeah, off the SP. Uh, we get to the Hortensia Stakes over 1,100 metres, race number nine. Again, Andaman is still an acceptor here, so we'll wait and see. Again, if it's here, it's on top, and it'll win. Uh, so wherever it ends up. If it's not here, I'd be looking towards... I think 11.11 fits in pretty well in this race, actually. Uh, you know what you're going to get from Malkovich, uh, whether or not it can hold on over down the scone straight there with uh, Mr Mosaic being a pest, not sure. Um, so really tricky for me to line the rest up with where we're not knowing where this favourite's going. Beaver, did you like anything else? Uh, I thought if Andermatt doesn't start here, O'Hearing is the horse to beat. Okay. Um, I think it'll probably start favourite. 11-11 uh, struggles uh, first up. Uh, usually takes a bit of time to get into its its uh, stride. Uh, for that reason, having not one in seven goes first up, I'm willing to to take it on when your O'Hearing's won five out of six um, and has really good form in the wets. So I think Rohirin is the one to beat if uh, Andermatt comes out. I think you're right with Malkovich, the 1100 scale, should have you know, got run down at uh, Hawkesbury last start mm. uh, by Tycoonist when, um, yeah, I think it was struggle. 1100 metres again, benchmark 78 wraps us up for the day. Uh, how are you taking us home? Yeah, again, another Cummings uh, horse here and another one that I thought was probably pretty good odds at the moment, $2.70. Uh, Altheric, it was fantastic last start. Um, let down beautifully, gave nothing else a chance, never looked like losing. Um, gets the three kilo claim here, which I think helps. So it actually, it's actually a one kilo lighter than last start. And again, uh, this is a... An, an interesting field, uh, probably one of the, again, at value, if you're looking for some value, Iris Angel, resuming, uh, could run well from the Wallace stable. Um, knockout chance. Yeah, theory clearly on top as well. You've covered that. Dylan Gibbons taking the claim helps too. And um, we, I talked about last week, but Rainbow Connection, it's trialled up well for this. Uh, it's $10 and I think will run well here. Uh, from the, the Waller resumers are always... Hard to line up uh, on wet tracks from whether they, they start or not. So I thought that was a way to finish the day. Scone Quaddy. Again, tricky because I'm going to take Andermat one out uh, wherever it ends up. If Andermat's here, it'll be one out. If it's not, I'll go one Bandersnatch, three Tycoonist, and 14 are much, much better. Second leg, one Mirror Vision, three Monogal, four Exotic Ruby, nine Majestic Shot, 15 Legay Soleil, and 16, uh, 15 Brooks by 16 Legay Soleil. Race nine, again, if Andermatt's not here, it will be one, two, and three. I'm just looking through the rest here. Yeah, one, two, three, uh, which is 11 11 are here in Malkovich. And in the last, we'll come home with one Theric, three Rainbow Connection, eight Hulk, and nine Irish Angel. Your best in value at Scone, Beaver? 
Yeah, my best comes up in race 10, number one, Thelric. I think it'll be super hard to beat in the last. Um, and my value bet comes up in race five, number 16, and we danced. Lovely. Uh, we danced. We've got the Andrew Rams in a Caulfield, uh, Flemington, I should say, tomorrow. Free ticket into the Melbourne Cup. Have you had a look at the form at Melbourne at all? Mate, I've had a, I've had a bit of a squeeze um, in Melbourne uh, to pick out a couple of things that I think will be hard to beat. Um, I've come up with, let me just have a quick look. I thought in race for number 10, Adele Amor, um, will run well. I've got race six, number five, Ice Peak Nick, super hard to beat. And in the Andrew Rands, then I think um, the number 11, Splendiferous, um, I think it, it'll be winning. I agree with you. I think Splendiferous will win. That's a pretty average field um, apart from it. And I thought race five, Bel Toro will run well at Flemington. Finally, have you had a look at the group one at South Australian Derby at all? Uh, I had a quick look, mate, at, at those races. Um, the Guineas looks like a, a walk in the park for That's a nice horse, doesn't it? Elation. Yeah, it looks like a nice horse. Um, and looking at the, the Derby, I thought Alagron's just going fantastic at the moment. It was a great win last start. Um, I think it looks the horse to beat for sure. Yeah, uh, two chances. Not that I've done a, a great deal, but Alagron looks obvious and detonated Jack's the up-and-comer for... A stable that wins a lot of derbies. So, uh, interesting to see that race play out. Any thoughts on it is Magic Round up here for the Brisbane Carnival of Rugby League? Looking forward to that. Who are you tipping into Penrith-Melbourne clash? I'm going for the Panthers, mate. So I think um, I think the loss of Pappenhausen and Remus Smith um, makes a big difference to Melbourne. Um, and I just think Penrith uh, have a lot to prove after some probably mediocre matches um, last two weeks. I think they'll be fired up, ready to go, and uh, Panthers on top for me. I went Melbourne, but uh, scared to death now of Cleary kicking them, kicking them into the ground with uh, with a wet track there. So looking forward to being that. You can check out the Footy and Frothies podcast for uh, our thoughts on that throughout the week. But uh, good punting tomorrow, Beaver. Stay safe and dry. And hopefully find a few winners. Good luck tomorrow, punters. And we'll talk to everyone very soon. Catch you guys. See you later.